Hey, welcome to episode number 30 of the Debt-Free Dad podcast. You know, student loans are a significant challenge for many people. In fact, most people who request help from me, they're asking for help to get out of student loan debt. Currently, check this out. There's almost $1.5 trillion owed among 44 million borrowers. That's a lot of money. The amount of debt that is carried for student loans has surpassed auto loans and credit cards, and today we're going to be sharing tips to help you destroy your student loans once and for all. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast, where we're helping normal, everyday people learn how to save money and kick debt so they can live a happier and stress-free life. Now here's your host, Debt-Free Dad... Brad Nelson. Hey, 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 what is going on, everybody? You can find me on Facebook, Pinterest, YouTube, and Instagram. Just search Brad Nelson, debt-free dad. And welcome to today's show. And today we got a really popular topic. You know, paying off student loans in any debt is hard work. And that's why I always suggest that people think twice, heck, even three times before they ever go into debt. And Here's the sad news. There's really no magic potion to paying off your student loan debt. There's no quick fix. Searching the internet or talking to your friends may lead you to believe that there's this wonderful new program, magical program that's going to wipe out your student debt once and for all. Recently and, and ongoing, this has been, is you know, we've been hearing a lot about student loan debt forgiveness, giving millions of borrowers false hope that their debt will magically be erased. And obviously, you know that there's probably a lot of scams out there with some of this. Heck, I don't even have student loans and I get people calling me to pay off my student loans. So there's a lot of bad stuff going on out there when it comes to these student loans. So there is no pass to easy street when it comes to paying off the debt. That's the bad news. But the good news is, is that you can pay these things off with some hard work, patience, and some sacrifice. It is a goal that you can reach. And a lot of my Roots members have achieved it. Guys, what are your thoughts on this subject? Now, Amber, I know you had some student loans, and that was part of some of the debt that you have paid off to reach financial freedom. Can you share a little bit about your experience with that? I think that was almost half our debt. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that. Was it really? Oh, yeah. It was a big chunk of our debt. Um, And my mindset, and and that's the biggest thing, is you got to change your mindset on this whole student loan thing. Because I know myself and a lot of people I've talked to, it's that's just going to be a lifelong payment. We're just going to get used to it. Um, I deferred my student loans, I think for six or seven years because I did it as long as I could to not pay anything off um, just so that I could do extra stuff when I graduated. And that was it. But it took a long 12 years. I had those student loans before um, I decided to get serious and then focus on paying them off. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I it's similar to Brad. I mean, I went to a community college for a little while. I didn't have any interest in school at the time, so I never finished. Um, and, <laughs> Still and remember that. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I... I don't have I don't have experience personally, but I do have a child. I have actually three kids. One of my oldest is actually in college now, and for the last number of years, we've been getting student loan stuff. You know, Sally Mae, all the different programs, Discover Card. They all start marketing it to these kids as soon as they turn seventeen. My daughter started, or as soon as they turn eighteen, my daughter will be getting it here shortly. Um, but my son gets stuff constantly about. 
um, hey, take out a loan with Discover and we'll pay for all of your expenses, even a laptop. You know, just the way they marketed it to people and the way they talk it up, it just seems like this is what everybody does and sounds great. Yeah. You know, nobody, yeah. nobody thinks twice about borrowing the money for school because of the way it's marketed to them. Yeah, I think this episode, if if you're out there and you're a parent of a young child, this episode hopefully is a serves a purpose of uh, this. The content here may not exactly help you right now, but I'm hoping that it serves the purpose in that you need to start thinking about some of this stuff, because if you don't, your kids are going to wind up dealing with a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, the challenges of repaying some of these things. And it all comes down to just preparation and, and really preparing for school. So we're hoping to have an episode all about that for people who have kids that are up and coming and, and looking at going to college and what are some things that you can do to reduce the expenses and, and, and really reduce the chances of them having to go into a significant amount of debt. So first, though, we're going to focus more on the people who already have the debt, people who are looking to pay this stuff off. And I think the first thing is you've got to have a strong resolve that you want to pay them off. You know, it's kind of like Amber just said. He, she said it's like a whole mindset thing. You know, you you can't have this attitude of you're always just going to have these or you want to put them off every time you want to increase your lifestyle or whatever it might be. You You've got to have the serious resolve to want them paid them off and and also be willing to sacrifice and we're going to talk a little bit about this idea here coming up on the show but being able to sacrifice a, a lot especially after you got out of school and this is the hard part we could probably talk a little bit about this and not going out there getting that first career and taking that salary and and buying all the fun stuff right it's it's got to be the attitude of I've graduated now I got to pay this stuff off as fast as I possibly can and the people who have that resolve and that attitude are the ones that I see having the most success in getting them paid off in, in somewhat of a quick manner. Student debt. I think the one thing people, a lot of people, I think, have this idea that student debt somehow gets a pass. Like, well, it's just student debt, so it's okay. And it's like, it's just debt. Debt is debt. It doesn't matter. The, the, the debt I paid off, I don't care if it was student debt or just debt from stuff I bought and all the things I did. It's, it's debt. So you have to get your mind around that it's not okay to have whatever debt you have just because you went to school. Like it's still debt in it. But it's advertised as like a good debt. Like it's, yes. you need this, right? So yeah, you're right though. You gotta, if debt is debt, it doesn't matter. And paying it off is really important. And just focusing on that right when you get out of school, even before, like start planning that. I think it leads people to just, like if you justify that debt, it can then lead to justifying other debt. It's like, well, I need a car because... I graduated and I don't have a car. So now I got to buy one and I got to buy a new car. Like, you know what I mean? You, it, you, it's just one justification leads to another justification. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I totally, I totally understand that. And we've, I've worked with plenty of people who've had that, that type of attitude and they admit to it. They just said, you know, I've, I've, I just kind of, you know, looked at it as like, it's not a bad debt, but now I'm looking at it and going through either roots or listening to the podcast or starting to learn this information. I'm starting to realize that these student loans are really holding me back from being able to do important financial milestones in my life, whether that's starting a family or, or maybe purchasing a home or, or maybe saving more for retirement or opening up your own business, whatever it might be. Because some people, I mean, these payments are pretty hefty. So again, kind of going back to that first point is that you, you seriously have got to have the resolve that you got to get these things paid off. Uh, no matter how big they are, they, they've, it's got to be a goal that you want to get them paid off sooner rather than later. So the first step 
is you got to get organized. And this this isn't just a, a tip for student loans. This is a tip for just all personal finance related topics is that organization is key. It's it's um, I, and I used to be unorganized when it came to my finances, but understanding what is going on with your student loans. Are they federal student loans? Are they private student loans? Uh, what kinds of interest rates are you paying? How many student loans do you have? Uh, I've even worked with plenty of people who have ignored their situation for so long that they didn't even know if if their student loans were either current or in default. And uh, so those are all things that you really want to do as you get started to make a plan on how to pay these things off is really to figure out what's out there, what do you owe, and and where it's all at. As a father who's kind of working through this with his son and he's not going to take out loans, but I get all the advertisements and and I have been on like Sally Mae's site to kind of look through it. It is confusing. And like, as a, as a parent, if you're not like really great with finances and then as a child who probably wouldn't be great with finances to sit down and then take out all these student loans. And I mean, I I'm reading the stuff there and I'm confused and I'm, out of debt, (laughs) but I'm reading through all this, like what, if you default, what does that mean? And what, or if I, if I go into, or if I go into forbearance or if I go into this, or there's all these different options that I think it's just super confusing for anybody, much less someone, if you're not financially savvy and you're not prepared to make those decisions, you, you just don't know even what you borrowed or how you borrowed it. You just know you went to school and you graduated. Yeah. And there's very little of that education up front. And if there's any, who in the heck's going to remember all of that from four years ago, right? <laughs> right. As far as what you took <laughs> out and, and and what things you have. So, yeah, I mean, this is going to be one of those kind of, you know, personal accountability. You've got to have to take responsibility for the situation. And you're going to have to learn and figure out some of those things. But, yeah, getting organized and figuring out where your student loans are are going to be key in figuring out how do you attack this thing. The other question that we get a lot is, you know, Brad, should I should I refi or consolidate my student loans? Is is that a good option? It might be, but again, until you have a good financial plan put together, uh, it's tough to say. For some people, it makes sense, and for others, it doesn't make sense at all. So this all kind of goes down to everything that we talk about on this podcast. As an adult who's just graduated college, or or maybe it's been years since you graduated college, and you're looking to take responsibility of your personal finances. Uh, your your student loans are a part of the plan, but all of the other stuff is a part too, whether or not you have car payments, whether or not you have a, a rent or mortgage or what kind of utilities you have, or do you have credit card debt and all of those things. All of that as a whole is going to play in a part in whether or not what you decide to do with your student loans. Uh, it's not always just a you know, clear answer. Is It's always going to be this. Um, you've got to make sure that you've got all of your stuff organized so that you can make a good decision on whether or not refine or consolidating is a good option. I'm not always a big fan because I love the debt snowball approach. And if you haven't heard about the debt snowball, make sure you look for that. We have a whole podcast on on the fastest way to pay down debts. We talk about the debt snowball, but uh, I love the fact of keeping the student loans separate because you can attack them by balance, not necessarily as a whole sum. So let's say, for instance, you've got $50,000 in student loan debt. Personally, me, from a psychological standpoint, I would much rather attack those individually as smaller amounts than, say, attacking this giant $50,000 elephant. Um, So there's a psychological side to it. When it comes to consolidation, and again, we're going to kind of talk about this a little bit when you get out of college and you want to start your life, is that the problem with consolidation is that it can free up cash for you, which is good, but you are going to pay more in interest long term. And that freed up cash that you get today, if you're not careful and your behaviors haven't changed, 
you might take that cash and that cash may wind up on another credit card or another payment of some sort because you had to buy more stuff and and now your situation has just gotten that much worse. So refi and consolidation aren't always the best decisions, but it are these are things that you can consider to help ease some of the financial stress in paying some of these things off. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, my student loan was one big lump sum. And that's it was the very last one we tackled. Um, and I could never imagine tackling a big lump sum like that at the beginning because I probably would have given up. Yeah, it's just subst- it's too substantial. Yeah, and I think when you co- when it comes to consolidation as well, and this again, this just goes back to any sort of debt, and you kind of you kind of touched on it there is, you know, kind of right at the beginning of the podcast here, we kind of talked about you got to really want to attack this. You got to really want to pay these off. You got to have the resolve to really want to do this. And if you don't have that, and if you're like, kind of like, eh, but I like to go out on Friday nights and I like to do this and I like to do that, then consolidating that loan um, may may free up some money. But in, and in your mind, because we've all done it, I know I've done it. I consolidated loans to pay off my debt. Yep. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. going to have an extra $400 a month and then I'll be able to put that on my loan. And as soon as I did it, it was like, oh, I want a kayak. <laughs> or, you know, I want to go buy a dog on credit. You know, it's, it's, it's like, true. You just it, 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 it with all the intention that we have to do the right thing. If you're not good with money, you probably will most likely do the wrong thing. The other uh, point I should make too before we leave this uh, topic about refi and consolidation is that if you have federal student loans, you you definitely want to do your homework. Uh, go to studentloans.gov, reach out to the Department of Education, and find out what your repayment options are. But you also want to know if you decide to take those that that avenue or those roads, what are what are your alternative options after the fact? Because if you go do a refi, if you refi out of federal student loans, a lot of some of the repayment options that are out there, you may forfeit because you did that. That is one of the good things, at least with federal student loans, that they do have a lot of these repayment options out there. They're not ideal from a financial standpoint because you're going to pay more in interest long term. But if things get tight, you at least have options. But when you do a refi out of them, you may not have those options, so you definitely want to make sure you get to do your homework. We're going to come back with a few more tips on how to pay off your student loans here. Quick, stay tuned. Hey, if you love planners, this is for you. But do you know why planners frustrate me, though? Because they only get it half right. Now, sure, they're really fancy at helping you manage your time, which is really important, but where they get it wrong is money. Most planners don't include any financial planning, things like keeping track of paydays, bills and due dates, spending, yearly expenses, budgets, cash flow planning, debt elimination plans, goal planning. And that's a real pain. Then you've got to go and create your own. And who's got time for all of that? So instead, what happens? Nothing. We ignore our finances even more and things only get worse. Well, that all ends right now today. I am so excited to announce the release of our brand new, totally awesome debt freedom planner. Now, before you say, Brad, I've already got a planner. Well, this is not your ordinary day planner. This debt freedom planner is a companion tool that works with your day planner to help you save more money, pay off more debt, and melt away financial stress. This is literally the tool that we've all been waiting for that works with your planner to help you take control of your money. So head on over to therealdebtfreedad.com. Click on the debt freedom planner in the menu to get all the details to order your very own debt freedom planner today. Hey guys, we are back and talking about how to destroy your student loans once and for all. And we are going to have a lot of groans coming up with the next tip because we talk about this one a lot. But 
man, if you want to make a good plan to pay off your student loans, you've got to get on a budget and on a plan. It's just, it's not going to accidentally happen, all right? It's just not going to. Uh, you've got to make sure that you are focusing on the most important things that you want to achieve, what your financial goals are, and actually, you know, making sure that you're making ends meet and that you're actually able to make progress. Do you need to make more money? Are there expenses that you need to cut out to make uh, this goal become a reality? A budget is going to be probably the biggest outside of, you know, just focusing on paying off student loans itself. The budget is going to be the key, I think, in in getting them paid off. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you can't, um, you really can't attack any sort of debt without having a budget. You got to have a plan for what you, you know, if you're, if you're in the middle of trying to pay off debt and student loans, I mean, a budget is necessary. If you're, you know, entering your last year of college, start thinking about it. What is that? What does that life look like after you graduate? You know, if you're going to have to move out, what does that look like? What sort of rent can you afford? You know, start making that plan now. So when graduation happens, you don't find yourself in an apartment you can't afford because you didn't have a plan. Don't be Amber. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 12 years minimum payments was, was not a good plan. I clearly didn't have a budget. (laughs) Um, But once I got focused eight months, it was gone. (laughs) <laughs> that's amazing. So tell me, share, Amber, share a little bit. So when you graduated college and you were done, like, what was your attitude about? You just, nah, whatever. It was, it was easy. It was, you know, they're like, oh, you don't have to pay this right away. We could <laughs> defer it here for however many, however many months or years. And you just call back and be like, yeah, I can't afford it still. Um, and you just keep calling back every six months and then they just keep deferring it until they said no more deferrals. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, okay, well, what kind of payment arrangements? Like Brad, I was doing $25 at the beginning. Right. That wasn't even the interest. (laughs) Right. It was ridiculous. So please do not be me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thank you for sharing that because hopefully people don't make that same mistake, but, uh, seriously, some people will say, you know, and, and, they think that their student loans are going to go away and they just, they just don't, they don't go away. <laughs> they're, they're never going to go away. So you've got to have that budget. You got to have that plan to pay them off. Uh, another big part of the puzzle is sacrifice and patience. And, and outside of the budget, I think this is probably going to be uh, the second biggest area that's going to help you the most is, is having this attitude that paying off your student loans needs to be your number one goal when you get out of college. Uh, if, if for some reason you had a, you go to school and you had no other alternatives but to use debt, it's understandable. I get it. But at the same time, the attitude needs to be there at the end that, hey, this is the main priority. Uh, we're going we're gonna to live on the bare minimums or I'm going to live on the bare minimums. There's not going to be much going out to eat. When we do eat, it's not going to be the most expensive and fancy foods, right? It, it's going to be cheap stuff. you know. So again, it, it's going to take time. And I, that's probably really frustrating because you just work so hard to get through school. But at the same time, uh, those student loans need to be a big priority. Otherwise, they are going to be a thorn in your side for the rest of your life. Well, and I think it's important to realize that you did work hard. Um, you worked for, you know, through high school, another four, maybe eight, 10 years of college, you know, depending on what profession you went into and you have this sense of, I deserve it. But I'm here to tell you that no matter what you do in your life, you are going to have that feeling. You know, I've been working for 20 some years, 25 years. 
I deserve a lot of things, <laughs> you know, and I used to think that I deserve everything and I bought everything and I charged everything and we were in debt and paycheck to paycheck because I deserve it. And yes, when you're young and you're 22, 23, getting out of college, you just feel like you climbed a mountain, but you're just starting out. And sometimes it's just my big fear for my kids is I don't want them to just dig themselves in this enormous hole potentially find someone they want to marry who also has done the same. And now you've got just this giant hole that is going to be very, very difficult because then you find someone, then you want to start a family. And it's like, it just, it doesn't, it's not easier as you get older, if you don't take care of it, when you're younger and you've got nothing, you can work 80 hours a week. You don't have all these responsibilities that you do when you get older and you start having kids and responsibilities at home. So it's just like, it seems like another one or two or three years is a lifetime, but you will just thank anybody. You will just be so thankful you did it yep. if you just get it done. It's so true. That's such a great point. I'm glad you brought that up because it is. I mean, time goes so fast. I mean, I'm 40 and I just I can't believe how fast between the ages of 30 and 40 went. And even looking at my 20s and looking at age 23 to 30, I mean, it flies by so fast. And, and Ryan's absolutely right. It, oh my goodness. It does not get easier. <laughs> it doesn't get easier at all. I think um, it gets more complicated. <laughs> oh my goodness. It does. Yeah. Especially when you start adding kids and, mm-hmm. and marriage and yeah, I mean, it's, you're right, Ryan. Great point. I'm glad you brought that up. So at the end of the day, you got to have that resolve that you're going to eat, sleep and drink paying off your student loans. It's just, that's it. I mean, that is, I mean, everyone, again, everyone, so many people, it's amazing how many times we get that question of, you know, what's the secret? There is no secret to paying it off. It's just going to take hard work. It's going to take sacrifice and having that resolve that you want to get rid of your student loans. And you can, it's possible. There are normal everyday people who do it every single day. Hey, hey, what's this I see? that time means it's time for the celebration did i say that time that time means <laughs> that song means sorry guys it's time for the celebrations of the show and today we're kicking it off with nathan griffiths he said the month of may was great savings was twelve hundred dollars total towards debt was one thousand seven hundred ninety five dollars but the biggest win for me though really was finally paying all the stuff in cash remember this is may uh, we're pulling some of these celebrations from our May Roots members. He said, like, Mother's Day dinner and the $100 suspension repair to the car, all paid in cash. Great to go, Nathan. And Katie Holes officially have my emergency fund, started making my summer budget, began collecting things in my house to sell, and made a meal plan, made a meal menu to cut back on food waste that is basically tossing money in the garbage. I have not felt this stress-free when it comes to money ever, and I'm just getting started. Awesome. Good for Katie. Love that. By the way, did you guys know, savethefood.com, check this out, go there, savethefood.com. They report that the average family of four throws away $1,500 in food per year. That's like $125 a month in throwing away food. And Katie's trying to avoid that. So good for her. Uh, Next, we have Bristol Doxy. uh, Decided to try budgeting per paycheck. 
this pay period, I stuck to this new budget plan and I'm ready to pay off my smallest debt in full and still save to fully fund the emergency fund and add to my goal envelopes. Heck yeah, way to go, Bristol. Congratulations to you. Uh, Heather Whitworth paid my Target card off, paid $1,309 towards another credit card. Good for you, Heather. Aaron Porter, we are implementing the debt freedom to other things in life and purging through all our stuff and got rid of over half of it. Less clothes, less stuff, less stress. That's awesome. Way to go, Aaron. If you haven't heard Aaron's podcast, she was on a podcast uh, about two or three episodes ago. I think it was episode number 29. Make sure you check that out. Amazing stuff they've done in just the last 12 months, including purchasing their first home. Uh, amazing. Uh, and Brandon Belger, uh, monthly budget is done and I have a plan to pay off some debt next month. Heck yeah, way to go, Brandon. Congratulations to all of you who are working so hard at reaching financial freedom. And thanks for hanging out with us here today. We love your feedback, and it also helps us grow our podcast. So please leave us an honest review in Apple Podcasts. We read every single one of those. And as you know, the Debt-Free Dad podcast is here to help you live a happier and stress-free financial life. So if you know someone who could benefit from our show, please give us a share. We appreciate you, and we will see you on an upcoming episode. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Debt-Free Dad Podcast. For more free resources to kick debt and financial stress, head over to therealdebtfreedad.com.